welcome to variant episode number four of Brutal Battle. So the fourth episode of the variants, and this one's a departure from what we've typically been doing. We've been doing barrel age stuff. Oh, yes. For all the variants, and then this one is our first one where it's not barrel aged. It is just sour. And actually, not only is it sour, but it's not even oak aged. It's stainless steel sour. So kettle sour, basically. Uh, but with fruit added, as you would assume, because just a straight up stainless steel sour would probably not be very good without any addition of yeah. something. So this is a uh, this is from the brewery Pizza Boy that's out of Enola, Pennsylvania, and the three there are three beers for this one. They're all just the base stainless. They call it their stainless sour series, and then each one is just a different fruit. So we're just going to go through three fruits, see how how all these fruits do, which should which should be interesting. And Rebecca got these beers two years ago, maybe one between one and two years ago. So they've been in the bottle between one and two years. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I will say the one we're starting with, I looked at all of them. They all have a degree of sediment laying in the bottom. The second and third beer for this have, you know, a little bit of sediment and it gets kicked up when you kind of, you know, jostled the bottle. This one had a crazy amount of sediment uh, and it's, it's weird because it's, it's kind of weird. And you can even like Rebecca, you can like take a look, you can even see it's like a cloud, like a giant cloud laying on the bottom, the bottom of the bottle. And I'm talking, this is like two, two inches almost. Yeah, it's hmm. it's weird. So when I open it up, we're gonna ha- kind of have to like jostle things a little bit to, hmm. if we can. I don't know. See how this works out. But anyway, this is the Stainless Sour Series Apricot Sour Ale, and they say the average time fermented is six months. Six months from brew to you is what they say, and it is seven point three percent alcohol for the apricot one. It'd also be interesting to see if the ABVs are different. Mm-hmm. So. Open this one up. All right. Gun, 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 gun. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm almost creating problems again. Ooh, uh, uh, I'm dripping, I'm dripping. That's one. Newly laundered towels. Well, the pro. Okay. I'm going to talk about the vessel again with my yes. pouring issue. The problem with this one is it's one of those, like, kind of stubby bottles that has, like, extra texture on the neck. And that doesn't really help with pouring, in my opinion. Especially because when you're done pouring, it usually puts dribbles. a few drop. Yeah, it dribbles like a tad bit. I'm going to put it's a little more in my... really carbonated. Well, that'll happen with sours, so... Here we go. Uh, it still looks like there's a ton of the stuff in the bottom, so it's just, it's just going to be hard to get to. Although, the way we're recording this is we are... We're recording them separately. We're kind of concurrently recording two variant episodes. So when we go to the next beer in this one, we'll have already finished this first one. So we might be able to update you on, you know, as it got further down, it was what more fruity, whatever. We'll see. What does it look like? Yeah, there's bubbles hanging out all over yeah. the, the glass. Pretty substantial. They don't seem to be, like, flying up from the bottom at a nucleation point or anything, so... I mean, it looks orange. Yeah. Like, you can't see through it. It's kind of hazy-ish orange. It's dark color. It's very apricot-y. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would hope so. It's just 
a base sour beer with apricot. I mean, apricot is supposed to be the star of this. And it definitely is. I mean, you definitely get like that lemon tart and that tartness that you would kind of expect. But I mean, apricot really is the dominant flavor in the nose, I think. Well, and the interesting thing for me with the smell of this is it smells kind of funky. And I wouldn't expect that for being a stainless steel sour. I would assume that it would just be more just crisp lemon sourness with really not much funk to it. The funk you usually get when it's more of like spontaneous fermentation. But I assume that has to do with the bug, whatever bugs they used for the souring in this. Um, Especially if there's some Britannomyces used, because I know Britannomyces will naturally give you some of that funkiness. So, yeah, but it just smells good. Although there is something... There's something on the end, like pencil shavings a little bit on the end of the of the nose. Not super pronounced, but just like a little just bit. Just enough. A little bit. Okay. So I took my first couple sips. Man, it's making me phlegmy. Ooh. But it's good. It's nice and light. Yeah. Um, tart. I don't, I'm not perceiving the funkiness at all that you thought you were smelling. So I get it, but it's even lighter than it was on the nose. It's just, and and here's a question. Is that from the apricot? Hmm. You know, because apricot kind of has a little bit of of that quality to it. So it could mainly just be one of the apricot flavors. But I feel like it presents with a little apple in the the end flavor. Tasty. But a lot of apricot. It's a lot less sour than I thought it would be, to be honest. And you're saying, like, it is really phlegm-inducing. And it is, but... To my taste buds, it doesn't seem super sour. Okay. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, for me to kind of say, like, I like it as much as I do, it's not that it's sour. Good. But um, it's easy to drink. Yeah, it's got, a, it's got a nice lemony tartness to it. It's very apricot-driven, and the apricot flavors are very nice. But it's also super smooth, and, yeah, it's an easy drinker, like Rebecca's saying. Mm. Yeah, I dig this quite a bit. Anyway, all right, well, let's move on to the second beer. And this is probably the one that I am personally most excited about because of the fruit. Mm. Which, with this t- this lineup of beers, like, that's all that's going to excite you pretty much anyway. Because it sh- should be kind of about the same flavor, yeah. except the fruit. And you, and you don't see this a lot in beer. No, no, it's pretty, it's pretty uncommon. Actually, I feel like you don't see a whole lot of beers that are being called out for being kettle sours. I mean, every now and then it'll be like kettle sour. I feel like the majority of the time when breweries are doing kettle sours, they're just saying sour or like a sour with fruit or something. Like they're not trying to call out specifically that it's kettle sour because typically people believe that sours that are like wild ale spontaneously fermented are better beers. So I think some of the breweries feel like if we call out that it's a kettle sour, then we're kind of saying in a way this isn't as good as other sour beers. Mm-hmm. I think you know? it also depends on what you're looking for in a sour. Yeah. Because if you don't want something like super funky, a kettle sour could be just fine for you. Yeah. And I know it sounds like I'm kind of like ragging on kettle sours, um, but I'm not. I'm just saying that they're two different types of beers. And I do believe that the the wild fermentation beers typically taste better because there's a lot more character. They're more um, 
they have a lot more depth to them, but that's because they take a lot more time and they're also riskier to do in your brewery, especially if you don't have a specific area devoted just to sour beers because the, the potential of infection is pretty high because, you know, if you get a little bit of a bacteria in a different area of your brewery where you don't want it, from what I've heard, it is very hard to get rid of and you may never get rid of it. And that can ruin a lot of batches of beer. So I understand when yeah. breweries just do kettle souring, it makes sense. I'm just saying that, you know, a lot of breweries tend to not call out the kettle sour because they're just like, we'll just say sour and see what people think, you know? Yeah. Okay. So this is pineapple. Yeah. So pineapple. Yeah. I said all that to say pineapple. 7.3%. Oh, we said these are all 7.3%. Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, and you had an observation. You had said something about the apricot when we Oh, when we finished it. the apricot, I thought it was a lot more... Because we could see at the bottom, it was a lot more cloudy and there was a lot of sediment. And that was where all the fruit was. It was nice and pulpy. And I thought the bottom of the beer was way better than the top of the beer. Um, for me personally, I don't know if I would say way better. Uh, it was more sweet. You know, yeah. It, yeah, it was more of like the actual fruit. It brought the sourness more, like down more, which I kind of assumed that's what was going to end up happening. Um, so it's really, you know, what do you like? Like I was fine with it being on the more sour end because yeah. you could obviously still taste the apricot. It was very present, but I liked the pulpy. Yeah, that fruit. was more. And with the, with the pineapple bottle here, like there is sediment, you know, sitting in the bottom, but it's not nearly what it was for the apricot. So this might have less of an effect as we get to the bottom, but I don't so know. This we'll is pretty out. yellow. Yeah. Well, you know, an orange to it, but yeah. It's definitely more yellow than the apricot. That's for sure. You definitely get the pineapple. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, it smells like that kind of like golden ring pineapple you're used to. Like sweet, sweet fruity. Juicy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it, it does kind of. It's interesting because when you think of that particular pineapple smell, like all that pineapple typically is juicy. So you just have this association in your brain of when you smell that particular, like, sweet, mm -hmm. aromatic pineapple smell, you, you're then just automatically thinking juiciness, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. It smells good. It, I'm not getting a whole lot other than the, pi the pineapple, the fruit mm -hmm. itself. It does smell a little tart. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting because the tartness for me in this one, like, I think that in the apricot it was smelling, like, a little bit of, like, a lemony note to the, for the, the sour slash tartness. In this one, it's actually smelling more of like Sauvignon Blanc, hmm. like a really dry Sauvignon Blanc wine with pineapple added to it. It's interesting. I like the smell of this a lot. I do feel like the sourness slash tartness is a little softer on the nose than it, it was is. with the apricot. And it is on the taste, too. It's definitely Ooh. not as tart or sour. Yeah. I yeah. like it, though. Ooh. It's really, really fruit forward. You... You get all the pineapple and then just like a quick hit of extra tartness. You're getting some tartness that feels mm -hmm. like it's kind of from a fruit, yeah. but then an extra little kick at the end. Um, but it's good. Yeah, and you're totally right. Like, it's not a sour finish. It's definitely a tart finish. And my very first sip was like a very nice blast of that pineapple yeah. up front. And it's like you were saying, like it's, like it's sweet. It's very uniquely pineapple and then 
it does seem juicy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's just that association I was talking about earlier, but yeah, this is really good. Mm-hmm. I like this it a is. lot. Mm. You know, we liked the apricot, but I would personally say I like this quite a bit more than the oh, apricot. I do too. Well, partly because you don't get a lot of pineapple sour- sours, so that, that in yeah. itself I think is unique, and I think it's it's just it's well executed. Well, I, I also feel like the that sweetness from the pineapple is balancing out the tartness in the beer more than the apricot mm-hmm. did in the other one. Yeah. And so it's this kind of nice balance of where, you know, like the tartness and the, and the sweetness is basically on the same level. It seems like a better marriage than the apricot is with the sour. Mm. Mm. I like it. Yeah, this is really good. Okay. Well, um, the last one is is very much more up Rebecca's alley because this is her type of fruit. And we'll get right to that then. So this one is with cherry as the fruit, and this is probably the most basic. Let's be honest, you know, cherry, I feel like cherry gets used a lot in craft beer as far as fruit goes, uh, especially as far as sours go. Um, And actually, of fruits being used in some other things like stouts, I feel like cherries get used most in stouts if a fruit is going to be used. So. I'm not a huge cherry fan, so I'm. This one was probably the one I was least interested in, but you never know. Yeah. So give let's it get a whirl. It. Yeah. Also, they're all the same ABV. Give this a little pour for Rebecca. Oh wait, that's my cup. I just I feel like I do that all the time, where I end up just naturally doing mine first. Does that say that I'm selfish? Does that speak to that a little bit, maybe? Maybe just how you reach for the glasses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, so what does it look like? Uh, it's really orange. Mm-hmm. Super orange. This actually looks a little more clear than the other two. Yeah. Not by a ton. You know, there is some sediment on the bottom. So, like, we just finished the pineapple one because we're doing this in three parts. And the pineapple one was just like the apricot, where once you got to the bottom... It was more fruit yeah. and more not, sweetness. Not as much as the apricot, though. No. Yeah, the apricot was way more. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like a little bit of an increase at that point with the fruit and the sweetness. So, yeah. I definitely smell cherry. Yes. <sighs> a lot of cherry it to this. also very... It smells grapey. Okay. I think... For me, it's more of like a Sauvignon Blanc type grapey, yes. like it's like a really dry white wine, which I think I said that about the pineapple mm-hmm. sour. Um, yeah, I get a, yeah, I mean, basically for me, it's like a nice dry Sauvignon Blanc with some cherry added and like a hit of lemon to it is what it smells like. And it smells tart. Yeah, definitely smells tart. Smells more sour than the other two, I think, to be honest. Hmm. Flavor? I feel like this is the least fruit forward. I feel like I'm, like, grasping to get the cherry. It's there, but it's not as much as, like, the apricot and the pineapple, for sure. I agree. Um, I think of the three, this is the one that is the most lemony sour Mm -hmm. on the flavor. It is. And then the fruit comes in later. But, yeah, like you're saying, the fruit is way less. Uh, yeah, I, I, I assume, like the other two, we're going to get more of that cherry, but yeah, it can't increase it that much, to be honest. 
It's not bad, but... Yeah. It's not bad, but... I'll just, you know, show my hand now. The other two are better. Yeah. In my opinion. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. I like it. I mean, we'll drink no, it. Yeah. Um, it's clean. It's actually coming off a little orange juicy to me hmm. in the flavor. You know, like when you have that more uh, tart, sour-ish type orange juice because it's real fresh? Yeah. I get more of that. Okay. With some little bit of cherry there. Mm. Okay, so okay. we're going to rank these? Yeah. This might end up being like our our um, shortest episode ever, pretty much. But, you know, that's what happens. Pretty short. Maybe around 20 minutes. But that is what it is. It's going to happen every now and then. So anyway, do you want to do your ranking first or do you want me to Yeah, go? I have a feeling we're going to have the same ranking. Probably. Number four is an... Or number four. <laughs> oh my gosh, number you're, three. You're used to doing... <laughs> Well, and this is why this is going to be the the shortest one because we usually do four, and yeah. So, so number, three, number three is going to be the cherry. Yes, definitely. Number two is the apricot, and number one is the pineapple. Hundred percent. Yeah, totally agree. And I'm sure people probably saw that coming. Um, that pineapple, it was really nice. Uh, I yeah, and I I like the apricot more than you like the apricot. I think right, um, but the pineapple was the clear winner. Yeah, the apricot's good. The, yeah, the way the way I would say is I, f- I feel like I don't need the cherry one again. The apricot one, I would drink again. That's pretty solid. And the pineapple one, yes, please. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely would like to get my hands on more of that. And it's partially because it was well done. All these are well done for what they are. But it's partially because it's well done, but it's also partially because how many beers use pineapple? And it's and done it was, well, so pretty awesome. Got so much of the pineapple. Yeah, it was beautiful, beautiful pineapple in that beer. So, uh, shout out to Pizza Boy Brewing. You did a good job in Enola, Enola, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Uh, And if, by the way, if people have the ability to go to Pizza Boy in Enola, Pennsylvania, it's definitely worth going to. It's a really large place. They have tons of taps. And they don't just have their beer. They have a bunch of guest beers. So they get things like... Trogues, Victory, uh, Tired Hands, um, Hop, or, um, what, what's the one on the Fatheads, Wirebocker. They get so many other breweries on tap there. And every now and then, at one point, I think they had Hill Farmstead on a little mm. bit. Yeah. They, and then they you get, can buy their beers there, and then they have, you know, pizza subs. Yep. And I think they're, I like their subs. Yeah. It, it's a good place for food and Definitely for beer. Their beer selection's great. So, yeah. So, anyway, this was fun. Another cool variance episode. Uh, the next variant episode after this one is another really fun, cool one. So, make sure you look out for that one. But, um, yeah. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, I think there's only one thing left to say. Keep it brutal.